Hi, this is John Walton, voice of the Washington Capitals, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of At The Diner on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. Guys, we cannot thank you enough for continuing to listen to our shenanigans when it comes to podcasting um, frivolity, as it were. One of my favorite words. I love frivolity. Always good. We've got a, another fun episode for you. We're going to be playing a little game tonight. Um, it's my, myself, Mike Lunsford. I've got in the co-hosting seats tonight, I, I've got Steve Monick. I've got James Rambo. I've got MC Brooks. And Steve, since this was your idea, I want you to kind of give us the premise and what we're going to be talking about here, and you can start us off. Yeah, so I just, I don't know why I, well, I do know why, because I was, uh, I told Mike, I've been recently rewatching through Star Trek The Next Generation, and I'm on season like four or five or something, I can't remember where I am exactly, um, and I've been watching that, and then every once in a while I'll put Star Wars on, and my son likes both of them, and I thought, I wonder which one he's going to like more. Uh, you know, when he's a little bit older and everything. Right now, Star Trek is in the lead, but I mean, uh, he's only three. Uh, and then I went, why does it just have to be those two? And then I kind of thought, well, there's a lot of stuff that we debate. Which one's better, A or B? And I was like, well, let's do a show where we talk about making the case for the bronze medal. It's kind of hard to debate anymore. Like, is something really better than Star Wars or Star Trek when it comes to popularity and longevity and so on and so like those are the two science fiction science fiction epics that are out there what's the case for the third you know and then there's a whole smattering of them and i felt the same way i was like well there's a couple of the things we could do so i figured tonight we could each take one and kind of you know make our case and discuss and see if we agree disagree if we have uh you know a common thought or we just go no those two are the two for reason everything else out there is crap so and a lot of different ways this could go. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I think that's the one to start with is your your sci-fi space epics, Star Wars and Star Trek. I think that yeah. Well, let's kind of debate this one. Um, so this is your your one and two, right? What's what's your number three? Um, damn. Like that's just as epic. Like well, I can only and- think of one. Okay, what's, what's the one? Uh, Alien. Ooh. Interesting. It is d- distinctly different feel, but it is specifically space-based, dealing with aliens and how they affect humanoid creatures, um, covered in multiple media between games, uh, uh, comics, novels, movies, uh, multi-film series, um, with, you know, primarily the, the, uh, the one, uh, protagonist for, I mean, technically a quadrilogy, but it's really a fucking trilogy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, and I, I wish I could take credit for that, but I was just like, let me see what, it, what, what I can get if, if I Google just sci-fi film franchise and like, there's I found a list of various like sci-fi fantasy film franchises uh, that are like you know big and kind of sweeping, and the only one that like proper deals with space is Alien. <laughs> Everything yeah, you else even is roll like Predator in too, right? You I mean, could you, absolutely yeah. crossover. It's, it's a shared universe, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I would say that that's like one big giant 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't find anything else because I'm looking at like, because the first things that pop into my head are all the knockoffs. Babylon 5. <laughs> Babylon 5. <laughs> Fuck off with that shit. Nobody cares about Babylon 5. Like, yeah, no thanks. No, I'm, I'm good. Um, and then like Firefly, like, okay. I'm going to piss some people off here. And I really don't. <laughs> oh, fucking here we go. <laughs> Firefly Uh-oh. was not that good. It was okay. Shots fired. <laughs> I am so fucking sick of hearing people. The, the, the show got screwed. It should have had. Just shut up. It wasn't that great. It was okay. And here's the thing: if it had been given more episodes, if it had been given more, it would be just like any other show, and it would have lost its luster after a while. It's that grass is always greener. It's that like it's that girl that you had one really amazing date with, and then like she moved away or something like that. Like. Could it have been great? Yeah, absolutely. Could there have been more seasons that were fun and, and enjoyable? Because the cast is fucking stellar. Everybody in the show was great. It's just like so often people are like, oh, it was such a shame. It was such a tragedy. It was it? You got a movie out of it. So why don't, why don't we just shut up now? Okay. I dig it. But yeah, I, I think like the whole brown coat thing is so absurd. Like, come on. It's it's a fucking like thirteen. Was it even thirteen episodes? Eleven episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, less than twenty. Less than a full season's worth of episodes. That even like not even the, like the ones that made it to air. Um, I but I think it is a big a big part of it is like Fox fucked that show. Yeah. They screwed that show up real bad. Like almost every decision made was one that kneecapped that show. Including airing them out of order, um, refusing to air the pilot until the second episode had run, so you didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, but yeah, like I don't, I I get it, but I don't fucking get it. Like the yeah. the the really involved, really intense fandom that's built up around that show is is kind of silly. Yes, agreed. MC, what's your take on this, man? Is there a sci-fi franchise that? It holds its own when it comes to these sorts of things. I'm going to defer to you all because you all okay. are much better at this than I am. The the only one that I would throw in there, and it's not a film franchise, it's a TV series. But let me state this. This kind of falls into the same category. I don't have the same sort of disdain for, for the fans who are like, oh, Firefly was like the best thing that's ever happened. It's better than pizza. It's better than sex. It's the greatest thing. Like... <laughs> You get that from people when it comes to Doctor Who as well. And, like, I've I've tried. I've tried to get into Doctor <laughs> Who. And, like, it's – I had – there was, like, one season. I, I can't even remember which one of them if it was – I don't remember which Doctor it was. But it was the one where the Master is back, and he's, like, the Prime Minister of England. And he basically has this whole fucking David Lynch moment where he's, like – like everybody else is dying in the room and he's like got a gas mask and shit. Like it, it, it reminded me of blue velvet and like, um, but like it was this really awesome scene where the doctor, like he's dying and the doctor's like, no, please let me save you. And he's like, no, I just want to see the look on your face as I die in your arms or some fucked up shit like that. And I'm watching this and I'm like, damn dude. Like, that was powerful, but like we're talking like, isn't there something like I don't know, eighty-seven seasons of this fucking show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's all the original and then the new. Yeah, and like I get long time. Yeah, and like 
the one thing that I I know some of you guys are completionists when it comes to the things that you watch. Like you have to watch the whole thing. But like when I tried to get into Doctor Who and I asked some people who were Doctor Who fans, they like insisted that I had to watch it from like the original BBC airings. Fuck and that like I that shit. No, that's wrong. They told you the wrong thing. <laughs> oh if, no, I know they did. Yeah. If you have the slightest inclination, I'd be happy to put together a breakdown for you. But yeah, I, no, I don't want to watch any of that. I don't want to watch anything that predates the revamp with Christopher Eccleston. And even yeah. that is a lot. Yeah. Like, Not only that, you can't watch all of them. You physically can't because they're missing it's, it's a bunch impossible. of episodes. It's not That's what impossible. I'm saying. That's what like, I'm saying. Is there like you need to know from the old crap, they cover in the new crap. Like they yeah. tell you exactly what you need to know and yeah. they reference it. And if there's anything else you want to know, you can you can read it on wiki you don't need you don't need to worry about it but it's i i, like, I think it's worth the investment man i really enjoyed it? it okay I, well i, I might give it a second shot i tell you what mike i'll do this i will put together a list of specific episodes because there is a lot of chaff with that wheat okay mm-hmm. and there okay <laughs> and like i think i think we good, actually yeah. i think we like and by we i mean myself steve and you rambo we have to do the same thing with Star Trek for MC. We have to give him because like getting through the three seasons of the original series, while like some people revere it and they're like, oh, that's great, it's wonderful. That that's some that's some old 60s sci-fi bullshit, man. Like you're fucking like alien some of the alien some some of the aliens are like they're literally dogs with like costumes taped onto them. I'm not uh-huh. even fucking kidding. <laughs> Like, I would like to give and I would like to come up with a master list, a master list for Master Cheezer um, of the, of like, hey, this is the quintessential Star Trek. This is what you need to watch to understand it. And then you can watch the movies because the movies are all fucking great for the most part, except for a few of them. But like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's perfect uh, and untouchable, except for these things. <laughs> Don't touch those things. Uh, and, I, and I'll happily take the Doctor Who list, too, because there you go. I start I I started watching it when it was on Netflix, oh, yeah. and then I guess I started watching the day before it left Netflix no, because <laughs> I got to like the first I got through like the first three episodes, yeah. and then the next day it was just gone. So and I've, you, I've never been able to watch it since. Did you get to the Dalek episode? Uh, I I couldn't. This was a couple years ago. I I don't remember. So the the thing about that show is for and for the most part. I, I find this is, is pretty consistent with fans is everybody's got their doctor and a lot of people have a hard time seeing past the quality good or bad with that, that version of the doctor. Um, like Mike, the one you, you were talking about, the one you're referencing with the master, yeah. um, that is almost certainly from David Tennant's run. It yes. absolutely is. Cause yeah. number 10 my doctor. I fucking Tenet, love Tennant. Tennant is my favorite in general because one um he was an amazing purple man but yeah. two him just outside of being an actor like when he just does interviews first off he's scrooge mcduck on the new ducktales which i mm-hmm. fucking love secondly he has this bit when he's on graham norton where he's talking about he doesn't understand sexting language and he's saying that like <laughs> people were joking around with him and sending him pictures of eggplants he calls them aubergines because in europe they, they refer to the eggplant as, as an aubergine 
And he's like, and his Scottish accent, which I cannot duplicate. He's like, they're sending me pictures of aubergines. And I'm like, what does this mean? And apparently the peach means something. And it was just so fucking funny. Like just him just like going off on this old man rant about how he doesn't understand text messaging. It was so goddamn funny. He is incredibly charming and adorable. And if you want to see something very sweet, there is a video. It's about five and a half minutes long. And it's him and his wife at an award show. And a um, a video starts running. It's a it's a, a you know it's a celebration of a particular person, and they ha- and they haven't revealed who it is yet. And yeah. they're just cutting between all these different actors and talking about like how wonderful this guy is and all this. And, da- and there's a camera on David in, uh, in front of his chair yeah. that he just doesn't doesn't realize or doesn't know is there. Um, and then picture in picture is so the picture in picture is is him watching it and like oh that was really nice and kind of like looking around like who are they talking about and it's him the entire thing is him because and 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 the, I think the 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 place where he realizes what's going on is his dad pops up on screen and it's this like I don't know if it was like a lifetime achievement award or what but it was this big award just specifically for him and he's just like so humble and so nice and so sweet about it. Um, and it's fucking adorable. Yeah, by all accounts, David Tennant is an awesome, awesome guy. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I, like I said, I love Tennant, but I'm sure Steve will agree with me when I say some of his episodes are some of the worst written in the entirety of the show. Um, the things that work, work really well. He's always good in every episode he's in. But, man... <laughs> <laughs> some silly shit <laughs> and like not silly in a fun way silly in like a did you wait you seriously did that that's oh you thought that was scary oh no oh that's bad that's just badly written i don't understand why you did that um like a lhasa opso dressed up like an alien yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean like the, the, well the difference there is and i don't even mean like stuff like um oh there were budgetary constraints so, you know, we took this iguana and we put it off to the side and we shot it uh, with the miniatures so it looks like a dinosaur. No, <laughs> okay. I mean, like, just flat out bad writing. Like, a lot of the stuff that ends up happening with a master is just goofy. Yeah, no, I and remember. And it's yeah. supposed to feel, like, intense and serious in places, and it just doesn't land. Yeah. Um, but conversely... Uh, off the top of my head, I can think of three episodes, one of which, uh, uh, two of which are a two-parter, that have some of the most interesting ideas in anything I've encountered. Um, and one, so one of them is um, could easily be done as a stage play, um, and it's essentially like the Doctor and the companion are on this like you know beautiful vacation planet, uh, and the Doctor decides he's going to go on this tour of uh there's like this this you know like these diamond hills that are like like hills literally made of diamond that you can like drive around in this little caravan and see shit and so it's the doctor and like half a dozen people right and come to find out there's some kind of creature outside of the 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 caravan they're in and it's made its way inside and it's invisible and you can't really tell what's going on and who it's, who, who it's got a hold of. So it basically becomes the thing with the doctor only like super pared down. So it's just a matter of it, like the entire episode is just paranoia and trying to suss out who's who and what's what. 
Um, and the doctor, like, being brilliant and clever and doing shit to, like, try to make sense of what's going on. Um, and I think it's just, it's really fucking cool, man. It's really well okay. done. Um, yeah, it grabs the people and it's, like, re- it's repeating what you're saying. Like, yes. it mirrors you it, it, in the exact, like, it starts with, like, playing the repeat game. And then it starts getting so fast that it's repeat, like it's mirroring what you're saying at the same time. And then eventually it's, I think it starts getting to the point where it's saying stuff before you say it. Yep. And so everyone in the car starts getting freaking paranoid and they're like, you know, stop it. Like, stop it. Like, what are you doing? Like, what is going on here? And like, it's repeating what they're saying in the same kind of like tonality and, and fear that they have. And it's, it's a total psychological, like mind F. It's wow. super creepy. It is super creepy. And like, there's no real monster makeup of any kind. I think like the, the visual effects you get in the episode are super minimal if you really see any at all. Um, and that's like the bookend of the companion back. She's like, I'm just gonna lay here by the pool and have a good old time. I'm not worried about any of that bullshit. And he's like, I'm gonna go see this amazing thing. She's like, good, have fun. And because he goes, he's the one who has to deal with all this crazy shit. But yes, he's absolutely right. It, it, it starts to, it start, it's, it's, it's trying to learn how to pass as human. And so, yeah, it starts, it starts repeating and then eventually it's saying exactly what you're saying. And as it starts to transition and take over and, and say what you're going to say before you say it, it starts to like take over your mind. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, it's super fucking creepy. The other one is uh, silence in the library and the forest of the dead. Oh yeah. And it's that a two-parter. <laughs> it's you, a two-parter. You're, you're a creep. Uh, you're creeped out by like weird shadow things that you can't actually see apparently. Well, cause that's the thread for both of those ones. It's, it's <laughs> stuff where like, cause, cause you know, the, the thing that has, you know, the thing that is most commonly mocked about Dr. Who are the visuals, right? Like it's never been a super high budget show. And maybe in the last couple of years, that budget's definitely gone way up, but even then it's still not like expensive. Um, and both of those episodes, both those, uh, 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 well, all three of those episodes managed to do a lot with a little, and don't get me wrong. The two parter, yep. there's some silly shit in it. Um, but like, you kind of just have to like, take the ride. Like there's going to be some goofy stuff. Um, there's going to be some like weird, like this doesn't quite make sense. And then like all that kind of comes together at the end, but they introduce a character um, named river song and river song is someone who knows the doctor. And because of the nature of time travel, she knows him before he knows her. And uh, like the things <laughs> they do with that, like there's a throwaway line in that episode about what this creature there's 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 these aliens called the Vashanarata and the Vashanarata live everywhere in the universe and they're not invisible they're just really really hard to see um and uh, uh, uh the the you know somebody asks like well they're not on earth um and the doctor's like of course they are they're the dust and sunbeams the show what? yeah yeah it's fucking scary right because they like they'll take something really really plain and really mundane and completely flip it um there's a, a, a there's another um uh group of aliens called the silence that show up oh, later right. on there's there's the one that scares the shit out of me yeah, the silence are oh my terrifying. God. um the thing about the silence is once you if you look at them you can see them you can interact with them 
you know, and, and they're fucking creepy and weird. The second you look away from them, you forget they exist entirely. So the episode, like in the episodes where they're, where they're kind of trying to keep track of them. um, One of the things that starts happening is people start using like a marker to put tally marks every time they see one. And suddenly you'll turn around and you see yourself in the mirror and you're covered in tally marks. And so like, it's super creepy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, dude, they're like they're like in the room with people and like they just don't know it like they've infiltrated yep. governments and like people have no idea like and I, I one of the again this speaks to the budget side of things but like they're weird alien heads and they just wear like regular like black tie suits and i don't know why that's super creepy to me that they're just wearing oh, regular I've seen that imagery oh that man imagery. okay it's horrifying that and the the ood they're they're, they're creepy the ood uh, are super with, creepy and they're actually really sweet they're yeah that's the thing is totally kind which is probably what makes them even creepier because the, a they're like physically gross looking but then they're really really nice but then because of their culture they can get like their brains corrupted and it ends up like kind of literally being Satan. I don't know. There's, there's a really weird two parter, but it's a good one too. Um, yeah. And then there's weird ones where there's like those like fart monsters, the, you know, <laughs> yeah. that hide in skin suits. So like, like you said, there's really dumb stuff. There's too. some very goofy shit in that show overall. And sometimes like if you're in the, if you're in the perfect mood for it, or if like, if again, if you really like this particular doctor, you can watch that and be fine. Yeah. But if you're Let's, if you're kind of coming into it cold, it can very much turn you off. And I absolutely like, like yeah. the first couple episodes I watched, I was like, I don't know if I can continue this. <laughs> like this is <laughs> this is really corny. And I was like, but I really like Chris Eccleston. All right, we'll keep going. And like I said, when it works, it works, man. And you know, there's there's a, an, a there's sort of an underlying there, there's a, a there's like a Superman thing that that happens with the Doctor overall, where um, sort of the basis for the Doctor and like don't get me wrong, they violate this plenty, but the basis for the Doctor is he's supposed to be a guy who solves problems without violence. Like the Doctor doesn't carry a gun, the Doctor carries a screwdriver. He uses he has a tool. Yeah. Um, the Doctor is supposed to be there to be like a positive role model and an uplifting uh, 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 figure for, you know, here's how we can work together. But then you'll get things like the Daleks will show up and the Doctor's like, I will murder all of you, all of you by myself. Um, and in fact, there's a um, the first episode uh, that Eccleston's doctor. So Eccleston, when Eccleston came on, that was the revamp of the show. Like there hadn't been one, there hadn't been a British one made in like 20 years. Yeah. There was like and the movie in like there the was 80s. The, there was and that a, was like, that's yep. where they left off. Right. There was a, there was an American, well, there's an American one. There's an American, they, they tried to bring it to the States and that's where Paul McGann came in. Um, there was an American movie with Dr. Who, uh, that is super silly, um, but like super silly in the way that American stuff is versus British stuff. So it's like the doctor's on a motorcycle um, and, you know, different kind of corny. Um, but so Eccleston came on and, you know, there's been this big breach, this, or this, this big uh, 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 gap in time between the, the different series. And so... The way they explained it was, oh, 
there was a time war between the Time Lords, which is the aliens the Doctor is, is one of, and the Daleks. And the Daleks are space Nazis, straight up. Daleks hate everything and everyone um, and just want to create, like, commit like universal genocide. Um, yeah. And if I'm boring with you, the, boring this, boring you with this, please it's, let me not, know. You're not boring me. It's we're running out of time. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, let's talk about something else. I, I, I want to do this because we. Uh, thank you. Yes, appreciate that. Okay, two minutes. Rapid fire, lightning round. Here we go. I'm giving you one. I'm going round table. Okay. Two. It's we're we're at the diner. The two best diner foods. Your gold is is waffles. Your silver hash browns. What's the bronze? MC Brooks. Hash browns. No, 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 no. It's not a choose. It's not choose between the two. It's what's the, what's the no, third. No, I'm saying one? give me the third. Get what's your oh, third? You what's said like? That. I'm sorry. The, I'm, I'm, yeah. I must have missed your second. That's no, okay. You're probably just excited about you're excited about hash browns. It's cool, dude. No, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> it's white silver. Um, I'll go with an omelet. An omelet, good call. MC, uh, MC <laughs> Rambo. Um, do I have to be bre- breakfast specific? I, I said diner foods. Uh, chicken fried steak. Steve Monick. I gotta go with a big like greasy burger. Okay, now I gotta come up with another one. Uh, let's do Marvel, dude. Um, Marvel DC. Who's the third best comic uh, house? Oh, oh damn, that's rough. that was the that was that's... the other one for me, and it's like it's Dark Horse and it's Dark Horse all the way because all the Star Wars stuff for me, but you yeah. also get 300 Hellboy, a uh, bunch of comic book adaptations, <coughs> or, or I'm sorry, uh, video game adaptations for their comic books. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff that Dark Horse did. Yeah, I really liked the early stuff that Image did when those guys left um, Marvel and DC to go form Image. So I would say Image is is in contention for for bronze. Um, MC, what about you, man? No, Im- well, Image was going to be my bronze. Yeah. Okay. Rambo. Uh, yeah. If I can't use Image, uh, Price of Valiant. Valiant. Okay. Valiant's good. New like recent Valiant between the last couple of years has been pretty impressive. That's what uh, Bloodshot's from, right? Yep. Bloodshot, uh, Ninjak, um, Exo Man of War. Exo Man of War. Yeah, he's okay. a, a, yeah. A, like a Visigoth that gets a, a, a basically he gets the Giver and can yeah. like do crazy shit with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, breakfast cereals. Um, your number one is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Number two. Um, I'm going with frosted mini wheats. Um, this one is really subjective because there's like, I don't know, a billion breakfast cereals. Steve, what's your go to breakfast cereal? Uh, if we're going like kid version, it's Captain Crunch and it's not even close. Uh, if we're going like what I would actually eat now, though, I am a sucker for like banana nut crunch. Okay. So, uh-huh. Depends on which which route we're going, but like, I like based on the ones f- you gave, yeah, it's Captain Crunch. I like that you followed my my trend there, where I had a frosted mini wheats, which is healthy, and then I also had cinnamon toast crunch, which was like my favorite as a kid. <laughs> so, Rambo, what's your go-to cereal, breakfast cereal? Um, if yeah, I, I probably crunch berries, but if not that, um, honey nut checks. Ooh. Mm, okay. Honey nut checks are fucking delicious. Ooh, exotic. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna see. <laughs> MC MC Brooks, man, what do you got? Uh, my so probably Frosted Flakes or because uh, uh, Rambo say Crunch Berries and that like as a kid it probably would have been Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Crunch Berries. Yeah. Uh, if I'm talking now, probably Special K. 
vanilla, uh, vanilla and almond. Uh, oh, crap. Too. I might have to change my answer because I just remembered Oreos. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> dude, and there's something Actually, about Cocoa, there's something about Cocoa Pebbles, man, because they're so small so and good. they just like become like this weird like goo and yeah, I, oh, it's so good. If you make it so would... delicious. <laughs> Sorry, go chocolate ahead. goo. Yeah. I say if anyone remembers, the original Trix recipe would also be up there. Because they, oh, wow. they changed the recipe in like 99 or something like that. And it was like, because uh, I think people were complaining uh, about like that, how healthy it actually was or something like that. So they completely <laughs> changed it and it became like the one that they have that they, well, not the one they have now, because now they've completely, they've completely gone away from like the, uh, the fruit shapes, but like. Yeah, the original now trick it's, now the it's original, all like natural flavors and stuff. There's no dyes, yeah. so yeah. In fact, berry berry kicks would have been up there too, because the ori- the original when they had the berry shaped cereal, amazing. Yeah. Rice Krispie treat cereal, man. There's some good stuff in the, like the 90s. Dude, I'll dude. tell you what though, a little little tip that we we did in college all the time: vanilla soft serve ice cream with your favorite cereal just sprinkled into it, like Crunch Berries in there or Tricks or whatever dynamite it's so freaking good that's what's up that's diabolical <laughs> could be simpler to get diabetes like it is the fastest way to get that sugar directly into your bloodstream <laughs> short of mainlining it that's yeah. the only way to do it. yeah without a needle yeah ladies and gentlemen thank you again for joining us for another episode of ggr pirate radio at the diner uh we'll be back next week we got more fun things to do uh we've got more things to talk about we've got just so much i mean like we're playing a little bit of catch up here but we always have fun things to talk about and i just want to thank these guys i want to thank uh rambo i want to thank mc i want to thank steve for making um this kind of like the highlight of my week something i look forward to and i love uh, getting a chance to talk to my friends uh since i haven't been able to see them in person um it's been killing me because i i the fact that we got to hang out all of us together last year and we haven't gotten to do part two of that is like the friggin' worst. I keep hoping that we're going to get a chance to do it sometime soon here. So thank you guys for, for making this website and this podcast what it is. So I appreciate you guys. Um, but listeners too, we appreciate you. We wouldn't be here. Talk- well, we probably would still be talking because we're friends, but um, <laughs> it makes it that much sweeter that there's thousands, tens of thousands of people that, that tune into GGR Pirate Radio uh, and our various podcasts at, at, at any point. Um, I do want to point out that there is going to be a very, very cool project that we're going to be working on here um, for the holidays. Um, uh, You've probably heard me talk about it before. I'm a huge fan of the Charles Dickens play uh, A Christmas Carol, and we are going to be doing a podcast radio drama version of it. So stay tuned for that. There will be a live table reading with all of the actors that we've gotten together for it as well. So you guys can check that out. We're going to try to raise some money for charity with that as well. We think that should be pretty fun. But for all of you guys out there, keep tuning into the website. Keep checking out what we have to write. we got some cool new articles. Uh, our uh, GGR alum, uh, Danny Rogue, wrote a uh, review for Spencer Confidential, which is up on the site right now. Our video game reviewer, Chelsea House, uh, she just wrote one for the video game Loom, which is an old retro uh, PC game. So check that one out, too. And uh, I just had my food blog, my, uh, my football, uh, National Football League article about Baltimore and uh, the tragedy of the Baltimore Colts. So you guys should check those out as well. But for all of us here at GGR, thank you guys again. Can't say that enough. We appreciate you. And as MC Brooks so eloquently put together, there are no heights we can't achieve. Have a good night.
empire is no longer, and the Beskar has returned. When one chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore, you are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs>